Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, welcome to Socks on Tap. Tony, I, my first reaction is just, fuck yes, let's go. Socks versus Detroit. That's, that's where it all starts. Because it all starts taking care of business in-house in the Central Division. That's right, I'm a meatball. You gotta bring that top button swag, baby. It is always great to beat the Cubs. And I'm a homer, so I always say they're gonna. Dallas Keiko Lampson got some beards that you should be afraid of. What everybody said when he gets out there, it's me versus the other guy, and I'm gonna beat him. So I just love that mentality. It's cool and fucking tough. Steve, Steve, would you say that Tony is mad online? I, I would definitely say that. The White Sox winner. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, welcome to Socks on Tap. I am your boy Buzz. I'm joined by my dude Tony, aka Tony on Tap, and we are here to recap a White Sox winner, three nothing over the Tampa Bay Rays. Before we do that, be sure you're going to ontapsportsnet.com for all your Chicago sports literature and podcasting needs. Following us on Twitter at Socks on Tap at ontapsportsnet. Following Tone at Tony on Tap. Follow me at Buzz on Tap. Anywhere you can listen to podcasts, you can listen to us. Five-star rating and review because that's cool and tough. And if you need some badass White Sox gear, some cool and tough okay, White Sox gear, go to Grandstand. Check them out on socials at Grandstand Socks or go to GrandstandSocks.com. Corey has already kicking off the party in the chat. Victory beers. Victory beers. And you stole it from me there, Buzz. Victory beers. Corey had it. Corey had it first. I hope he's cracking a victory beer tonight with us. Um, and I hope everybody listening to the show is as well. If you're listening tonight, if you're listening in the morning and you're cracking a victory beer, more power to you. But uh, it's five o'clock somewhere. Uh, P. Brank, victory hashtag drunk. There you go. <laughs> we right. love it. We love it. We're going to start drinking a few beers. We're going to talk about a White Sox winner buzz. Uh, before we get into tonight's game, uh, Johnny and Steve had last night's post-game duties, but you and I got to take in another ball game at the park last night. It was a great fucking time. Um, at the end, you you walked out with a shirt because you were a good Samaritan, and you returned a, a Frank Thomas jersey. Um, you know, I, I want to give out a nice little kudos to you um, for for just being a good Samaritan and, and probably helping out a White Sox fan somewhere. That's that's cool and tough stuff, Buzz. Oh yeah, I appreciate that. I'm, I'm actually wearing the new shirt right now. It's my it, it, it's like a fucking two X, so it's my jammy shirt, and I feel good about it. Um, going to sleep in White Sox baseball gear is always really really cool. Um, but yeah, no, dude, someone someone lost their jersey, man. I don't want to fucking you know, I don't want to take that thing, man. It could have been like a kid's, or could have been a gift from a, a loved one, or something like that, or you could have just spent your hard earned money on it. Yeah, I don't want to take that shit. So we went and returned it to the uh, lost and found, and the lady was real nice, gave me a hug and gave me a shirt. So I'm feel good about myself. We should. I mean, no good deed um, ever goes unnoticed there, Buzz, by somebody. And it, it was a it was a good move. It was a good move. And maybe that was the good juju that the White Sox needed tonight to bring home the three nothing victory uh, that they did. Dallas Keuchel, man, he looked fucking phenomenal on the mound today. I know it was a rough start to the season for Dallas Keuchel, Buzz, but man, he's really turned it around and he's looking like the guy that you brought in here to do exactly what he did today and shuts down another good baseball team buzz it was good stuff from dallas keichel on the mountain night yeah he goes seven innings uh he lets up four hits uh no runs obviously only walked one and he strikes out five it was another great dallas keichel outing and it's like his second or third in a row where he has looked like a different guy uh from where the season 
excuse me, had started. Um, you know, there was a, a lot of concern about Dallas Keuchel, but uh, let, let's be honest, we, we we always see a lot of concern out of fans, and my, myself included sometimes, you know, um, in things that scare you if, if he's not looking good or what have you. But he his stuff has been on, his location has been on, and it was something really fun that they pointed out during the broadcast tonight is he usually is a ground ball guy been getting a lot of flyouts. I don't know if that's an adjustment. I don't know if that's just something that is, you know, whatever is just in the stars and it's supposed to happen this way. I don't know what the fuck's going on, but he has looked great and it's just really nice to see. Sox lose one last night. They come out tonight. Dallas Keuchel gives him a great, great outing. Let's up no runs. I mean, three is not enough runs. We should be getting more, but it was enough to win the game. Hey, you know what? I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna complain. The the, the Tampa Rays pitching staff is very is good. Very good. The, it's a very good baseball team. And there's been a lot of notion that this White Sox team has had uh, you know trouble beating good teams. And, and what you saw tonight uh, was a White Sox team that, again, we say this over and over again, is beat up. Um, I mean, you just look at this lineup, man. Uh, again, I mean, we were walking in yesterday. We're like, huh. Uh, I'm 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 not so sure about this lineup. You look at it again today. You know, there's Yohan Moncada's out now too. Uh, apparently has a sinus infection. Just not not things that you would like to have happening around the baseball team injury wise. I mean, obviously we, we heard the news again today about Nick Madrigal um, season ending surgery. Um, there, there's a lot of things that could derail the 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 morale derail the team from from competing well and yet they go out tonight and they win uh three to nothing these are these are good things that are happening on the south side of chicago and the crowd today amped up i know johnny steve uh both of those guys were in attendance uh on tap sportsnet's uh own andrew kinsler was out there he was in the bleachers we'll touch on some of his comments uh but let's let's run into some of this offensive scoring here for the white Sox as we try and keep this one a little bit shorter today so we can drink a few more victory beers afterwards uh but buzz let's let's get in the offense man okay so the offense is going to start in the bottom of the fourth tony it was it was pretty lackluster um you know the Sox were getting hits but they weren't translating to anything. Uh, we had runners left on base there in the second inning. We had runners left on base there in the third inning. It's annoying. <laughs> we get to the bottom of the fourth. That's when they turn it around. Um, it starts off with an Andrew Vaughn walk. Lurie Garcia then reach on an infield single, the second base, which had an expected batting average of 0. 0.8. <laughs> it's, it's, it's 8%. People didn't know. And he got to, he got on base because that's what Lurie Legend does, my man. That is what Lurie Legend does, all right? You so know, then, we, need, we need a graphic in here, and I'll, I'll work on that with uh, the you and, and Johnny. Yeah, we, we do. We need a production guy really bad. Uh, but uh, the – the you and Johnny Lurie uh, photo. There's two. There's two versions of it. Yeah. Um, and there's also the Johnny in the Park version. Yeah. And I feel like we've gotten to use that thing a lot this year. Lurie Garcia is as hot as he can be right now, and he's he's producing for this team. You know, he's another guy that's out there right now. That if you told me that if you're gonna get a ton of production out of Lurie Garcia in in mid June uh, against the Rays. I'm, I'm probably not do. I'm not. I'm not taking any bets on that, and I'm not taking bets on Adam Engel coming back from the IL and uh, you know being this guy that's all of a sudden launching home runs. Buzz, there's there's just so many different things that it. I'm just excited. I'm just you, fucking excited. Do you, you want to hear a really cool Lurie Garcia stat? 
Yes, I do. I do okay. want to hear a Louis, uh, so Louis I, Garcia stat. I had put up his last 10 games, and people always say he's streaky, and this is what he does, right? So I put that up in a tweet earlier about how he was – whatever it was, I can't remember the exact numbers in the tweet itself. I could pull it up, but I already have something else pulled up. So I'm going to read you this. Louis Garcia has a 295 batting average of 28 hits, 11 RBIs, and 13 runs scored in his last 30 games. So the last 30 games, Lurie is slashing 295 – OBP of 380, slugging 368, which you you know, okay, and he's got a 748 OPS. But slash line now do Yerman Mercedes. It's bad. It's real, real fucking bad. Um <laughs> if you want to know, because I, I looked that up earlier. We're about to have an article coming out on on tapsportsnet um dot com about uh, the struggles that your Mercedes has. I will be writing that here. So the last, we'll do the last 10 games for your mean Mercedes. Uh, he's hitting 162 with an OBP of 225 and a slugging percentage of 189. He is struggling mightily. It looks like that magic has finally left. Um, and it's actually been gone since April uh, because his, his May was fucking horrible. I forget. I forget who tweeted it today, but it made me, it made me chuckle just a little bit. Um, somebody tweeted a picture of like a single hamburger, no cheese on it, uh, from McDonald's. And it says, this is what the Yerminator burger looks like right now. Oh God, that's fucked up. And it just, it just made me laugh. It, it made me laugh just a little bit. And, and I don't want to sit here and slander Yermin. I'm, I'm going to try to parlay this into just something else. The fact that the White Sox have been able to ride these different hot streaks throughout the depth of this roster so far is just so damn impressive, is it not? No, oh, yeah, it, it is. It, it, is it, it not? It is. You're getting production all over the place. And when, when Yerman Mercedes is, is looking like ass, you've got Larry Garcia there. Maybe he should have been batting third. I would have loved to see it. Uh, I was just, I would have loved to see it. I don't know. I thought it would have been funny. You know, might as well give it a fucking shot. I mean, it's kind of hilarious. I mean, look what the Sox are doing now. We're 16 games, 17 games above 500 still. And the team is fucking just ravaged with injury. But like you, like you said, unlikely source. Yeah. It's unlikely sources. I'm speechless on this stuff. I don't even know where to go with it. I don't know where to go with it. That's where the scoring play comes back. And that we were talking about before we got into Lurie and your mean. Unlikely source, somebody that a lot of people are really high on, and they say he's a real ball player and he belongs on a major league roster, and that's Danny Mendick, Tony. So after you had, <clears throat> excuse me, Andrew Vaughn walk, Lurie gets a first on that infield single, okay? Vaughn gets a second, Goodwin strikes out looking. Danny Mendick tattoos the ball, over 100 off the bat, to shallow left center. Garcia scored, uh, Lurie scored on a throwing air. And Vaughn scored on the as well, but it was it, it makes it two nothing for the uh, for the White Sox in the bottom of the fourth inning. The next scoring to come after that is a guy who's got three home runs, who just really got back, and Adam Angle, and he fucking tattooed one to left, and it, it's just I, I like. I like it. I like it a lot. I like not seeing Adam Eaton in the lineup. I like seeing Adam Angle in the lineup. I just you know. Um, is he a guy that I want to be my everyday outfielder? Probably not. But when I get runs that need to happen by unlikely candidates, such as Danny Mendick or Adam Engel, I feel really fucking good about this team because they keep doing it. You know, and I, I'm normally a guy that says your stars need to show up in order to beat these good teams. And that's a, that's an excellent recipe for success buzz. When you get 
Jose Abreu mashing, I guess you can consider. And, and I think a lot of people start to throw Yerman Mercedes with like the big mashers on this lineup just with the April that he had. But, you know, you, you would expect it out of guys, you know, two, three, four, five in the order. And you're getting production from bottom of the order guys who are also guys that just did not, you know, fly across your radar uh, if you were thinking that this team was going to do something special. Um, and yeah, I, I love the Adam Engel's newfound ability to just hit the long ball. And it seems to have stuck with him. I mean, you, you look back last year, um, didn't he did it in the playoffs. I think like it, just throughout Adam Engel's career, I've got to eat a ton of crow on it because I, I never wanted to see him again after 2018. And here he is, and he's, he, he's you know, helping this team win ball games, meaningful ball games right now. And that's just so damn cool. Oh yeah, it is. I mean, and, and you know, White Sox Dave has talked to him. I mean, when we've had conversation with him, whether he, when he was on our show or we were just drinking at the bar with him or talking or whatever, like he had said, he has always been high on angle and how angle really always tries to improve his swing. We know what the guy can do in the mm-hmm. outfield, what he can do. He's in the very box. athletic. What very he can, athletic. And he's very strong. So when he has been working on his craft so hard to become a better hitter, because he knows defensively, he could be an everyday player if he could just put the bat on the ball more consistently. He can be. He really can be. I don't know how great he'll be, but he can He can do it. And I think that's what you're seeing now. I mean, and he's stepping up, coming off a, a major injury that he had where he missed a lot of the season, and he's performing. And I'll take the shit all day long. Absolutely. But that was the last of the scoring tone. I mean, we already talked about Keuchel just mowing through people. It was absolutely amazing. Uh, I, I love to see what I'm seeing out of him. And, and my favorite part of the game, I know it got a little <laughs> little fucking scary for a hot minute there, but I loved watching Aaron Bummer and Liam Hendricks come in and do what they do. Some old school setup man closer shit. I dig that. Yes. That is cool and tough to me. And I loved seeing it go to plan tonight here. I absolutely yeah. loved it. Absolutely. And Aaron Bummer, another guy that we've talked about um, on the show in, in some not so positive light this year, a guy that's uh, that's also struggled just a little bit to uh, return to the form that you would expect from him. Looks great tonight. Um, has looked great in uh, a, a few uh, of his last appearances uh, and that eighth inning role. I, I, I am confident again in the White Sox ability to close out some ball games, And you saw that tonight. Buzz, I, I fully agree. Cool and tough stuff there um, when that goes to plan. I mean, Dallas Keuchel, Aaron Bummer, Liam Hendricks. Yeah, it was absolutely amazing. Just, just think about it. When that's working, everything's working. And you can insert any starter into the rotation. You close the ball game down with that in a three-run ball game. You don't give up any runs. You're going to win that ball game every time. Absolutely. A um, bunch of controversy went, went down today too. Just want to, just want to say like quick, I know we usually don't do shit like this, but just, you know, um, good, good thoughts and juju to Tyler glass. Now he, I mean, he, he's hurt and uh, I don't know how long he's going to be out for. He, he was electric when we watched him last night before he left the game with injury in the fourth inning. Um, if you're a baseball like purist or you just really dig pitching, I recommend watching that guy pitch. That's all, that's all I got to say. I don't want to touch in on this on this, we, we talked enough shit about it last night and we already talked enough shit about it on Sunday fun day with the, the spider attack and the sunscreen and, and rosin shit. Like it is what it is. 
whatever the MLB is going to do, they're going to do. Just give me baseball in 2022 um, and, and figure your fucking shit out. Um, but wanting him to get healthy is, is, is something I want to point out. Cause you really, uh, I, I really tend to appreciate pitchers that we go up against that are just fucking beasts. And he was one in person. I'm really happy. I get to cross off my bucket list of seeing last night. Um, I don't really have much more for this game tone because I, I, the Sox did what they had to do. You, you get out of a game here, you get nine hits, you score three runs, you hold the opponent to six hits, no runs, no errors, pretty clean fucking game all around. We got a day game tomorrow, uh, rubber match of the series here. It's, it, it's time to figure out who's going to win this shit. It is, and it's Lucas Giolito day buzz. Um, it, it feels like Lucas Giolito only pitches in day games. That's just how it feels. That's not yeah. something that I've that I've looked up. But it, it when I when I looked at the uh, the schedule and and saw that tomorrow was another Lucas Giolito start, I was like, man, d- d- does this guy ever get to pitch at night? So. Um, I don't know. I, I could be t- completely wrong. But. You're not. I'm glad you brought it up because guess what? You, you boys got it pulled up for you right now. I already, there you I, go. I, I had it pulled up in the before the there episode started. So, um, because <laughs> I always feel like you and I do the fucking Lucas Chilito post games after he gets his ass whipped in the daytime, and in it just daytime, pisses me. Yes. It pisses me off because uh, at night he's a different pitcher. So, Tone, he's got six starts. Okay, he's got six starts at night. Tone, he's two and one. With a 2.97 ERA in 36 and uh, 36 and a third innings pitched at night, six starts. Okay, during the day, he's got seven starts. He's three and four with a 4.58 ERA. Why? And 39 and, 39 and a third Why? pitched. Why? Yeah. And, and okay, so maybe I was a little bit wrong. It's it's close to even, but this will be his no. What, it's a, it, this, well, this will be his eighth start. Instead yeah, of he's gonna have two more starts after tomorrow. He's gonna have two more starts in the daytime than he does at nighttime. And he's got double almost double well, yeah. No, not double the ER. He's two nine seven ERA at night, but he's a four five eight during the day. Is he a vampire or some shit, man? Like similar he... similar innings too. I mean, there's only three innings off of this right now. Only comes out in the dark. I I just it feels to me. Like he pitches all the time. I, I'm I, I'm shocked that it it's, it's only one more game as of right now that he's pitched yeah. in the day. But I, I want to go back and look throughout the rest of the rotation. I'm probably going to do that before I, I fall asleep and just see like how many of these other guys what what they got uh, comparative to Lucas Giolito. Uh, that rabbit hole of baseball yes, I'm reference. Gonna go, I'm going to go down a baseball <laughs> reference rabbit hole before I go to bed tonight. <laughs> I like how you say before you go to bed, you're looking at the clock. It's three thirty in the morning. It's you're like shit. Yes, yes. There's going to be there's going to be like three or four beers next to me and baseball reference pages and you know tomorrow morning i'm gonna wake up and say what the hell did i just do and it's just gonna be this yeah we've all been there if you're a baseball fan you've been there before but uh man i'm hoping that we get the the good version of lucas giolito tomorrow uh i think we talked about this on the ride to the ballpark yesterday we did lucas giolito to me right now and this is i'm not trying to slander lucas giolito i think this speaks volumes to what the rest of the White Sox rotation has done this year. And our guy, Corey, uh, again, our rotation is so damn good. I'm going to hit on this point. Lucas Giolito is uh, – I probably have him right now as my fourth or fifth guy in this rotation when it comes to stuff because, man, like if I'm looking at it and I'm lining it up, I've got Lance Lynn number one all the time, just all the time. Lance Lynn, the energy, the the – I've been there, done that, fuck you shit. 
That's Lance Lynn. I want him as my ace. He speaks ace to me. Uh, behind him, Carlos Rodonis just had such a fucking impressive year. Then you go beyond him, and you see what you get from Dallas Keuchel tonight. That's exactly it, the, it the kind of three guy. starts that, in a row, too. Yep. That's exactly the guy that I want in my number three. I mean, yeah, dude, former Cy Young, like he's, he, he's also been there, done that. And then you get to four or five, and I think you really have a conversation with yourself about Jekyll and Hyde, Giolito, and Jekyll and Hyde, Dylan Cease. And which one do you want to take your chance with? And it's not even the, the fact that uh, either of these guys are bad. They're both good pitchers. They can both win you a ball game, and they can both shut you down. And that's a great problem to have, as Johnny likes to say, that's so White Sox. And we've, we talked about it on a postgame show before. The That's so White Sox of, of yesteryear, where it's like this unfortunate thing happens all the time. That's so White Sox. I, I want that to be a thing. And it should be that so White Sox. You've just got this fuck you rotation where Lucas Giolito is your fourth or fifth guy that you're going to. Um, but that's where I'm at with Lucas Giolito. I just don't think he's top of this rotation right now. That's subject to change. That could change in a, in a week. That could change in a month uh, based on a couple of starts, and we'll, we'll get there. Um, Corey brings up another point. This is also something we talked about. Michael Kopech. Yeah. Michael Kopech is not in this rotation, but might arguably be better than Lucas Giolito and Dylan Cease too. So let's let's just leave that there. There's a lot of good things going on, Buzz, and it makes me smile. It makes me happy. Yeah, no, there. I mean, there's a lot of fucking you know, a lot of upside here. Uh, going to your rotation just because we're having fucking fun shits and giggles here. I I flip Rodon and Lynn, and the reason I say that is because I you know I this is a spicy. Spicy meatball take. Yeah, dude. No, Rodon is my guy. I knew he had it, and I knew he could do it, and I've been saying that on this show since it started three seasons ago. going against your beard brethren. I am. Well, right now. Carlos Rodon's got a beard. Yes, I know, but, you know. It's patchy, but he's got a beard. Yeah, he's not so patchy. I mean, he's he's probably got it a little bit thicker than I do. Not as thick as you, but you're right. I mean, the the top three in this rotation: Dallas Keuchel, Lance Lynn, Carlos Rodon are all are all bearded guys. Should Lucas Giolito grow? He's a got massive, a beard. A massive, massive beard. Like not not just the 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 toned down stuff. Should this rotation? Everybody do should have big beards. beards? Every okay. yes, I'm, everybody should do playoff saddle beards. Them. Yeah, you need to handle and seats grow one. Yeah, absolutely. He's got one right now. I just got a little like mine. It don't grow right here. So I mean, yeah, I'm ready to rock. Now I'm talking bushy, man. Like, oh, you want like, bushy? No, I, I want. When I'm saying beards, I'm talking ZZ top. Okay. Level beards. Yeah, you're man. there. You're yeah, there. I'm there. Can can they start growing them now? How how long will Dylan ceases be by September? I feel like his would grow out rather than down. But um, you know, we'll, we'll, I, I I'm let, let's do it. Let's see what happens. For sure. I, I'm all about it. I think that'd be fucking cool and tough little fun thing to do. You know, Jerry Reinsdorf would hate every second of it. Yeah, well, Jerry Reinsdorf won't let us tailgate, so fuck him until the 25th. So, um, you know what? That pissed that pissed me off yesterday when they told us we couldn't drink beer out there. <laughs> you know? But go sit on the picnic tables near everybody else. Right. Like, as long as you're not standing in Lot B, apparently. But we got we got most of that beer down in lot B. We, yeah, we did. We did. Let me tell we you did. that feels good. And I we think did. that there's I think that just a few housekeeping notes here. I think there's gonna be a socks on tap tailgate. 
yes. coming up very, very soon here. So stay tuned for more information on that one. Um, and we've got some fun things planned throughout the rest of the season, whether that be quite a few tailgates. I think we're going to get some of those in. Uh, most of the crew is going to be up in Milwaukee as well for the Milwaukee Brewer Series. Uh, you'll find us tailgating there absolutely for sure. So if you're coming on up to Milwaukee, let us know at Socks on Tap. Uh, if you're going to be there, come have beers with the crew, talk some baseball, drink some beers. Um, there might be jello shots involved. We'll, we'll see what happens. Um, but uh, yeah, man, uh, what else we got here? Housekeeping wise. Uh, well, I was, was going to do that. I was going to do the pitching matchup uh, and talk about that real quick. We got Ryan Yarborough up against Lucas Giolito tomorrow. We already touched on Giolito's day stats. We'll get into everything here. Uh, Yarborough is a 4-3 record. He's got a 3.63 ERA, 72 innings pitched even, 66 hits, 59 strikeouts to 12 walks. He's let up 11 long balls. He's a left-handed pitcher if you don't know. And uh, tomorrow we have Lucas Giolito, who is 5-5, five and five, 3.81 ERA, 75 and two-third innings pitch there, 59 hits. He's let up 96 strikeouts, 25 walks, 15 long balls. Uh, that is the uh, pitching matchup for tomorrow, my friend. I like it. I, I, I like it. I, I'm hoping that we get the, the good version of Lucas Giolito, but uh, I'm going to be at the ballpark tomorrow again, and uh, I'm – Hoping that uh, coming home with a winner, Buzz. Hoping to come home with a winner uh, tomorrow after the ball game. So I'm, I'm going to say Lucas Giolito is going to have a good start in a day game. Sox are going to take this series. We're going to change the narrative, change the game, as they say, uh, against the White Sox uh, not being able to beat the AL East. We're going to change the narrative about the White Sox starting pitcher Lucas Giolito not pitching well in day games. And uh, let's continue to shut them down, man. Uh, pick to click from you. Ooh, man. You know what, dude? I'm going to – I just want to see if it happens because I haven't picked them in like – Do it. I, I feel like a month. I, I got to go your mean tomorrow. I just want to see if it works. I, I don't mean, know if he, he's going to be in the lineup. So yeah, I'm, put some insurance on this. Okay, uh, Vaughn. Okay. Uh, no, no, I don't Ooh. like that. I didn't like it when it came off. I didn't like it when I said Vaughn when it came off. felt unnatural to me. I'm going to go Goodwin. I'm going to go Goodwin. It, yeah, if your mean's not in, I want Goodwin. If your mean's not in, you're going Goodwin. Yeah. Jose Abreu, man, He's got has something. had some rough times. Rough times. Yeah, I, I miss saying MVP shit. I miss tweeting it. I miss... MVP shit from Jose Abreu. I don't know what's gonna what it's gonna take to get him off the Schneid, but when Jose Abreu gets hot, this team will start producing those ten run ball games that you want. That's what's gonna happen. I'm going Jose Abreu. I need to see the long ball from Jose Abreu. I like it. I'm sorry I got like taken away here just because I'm looking at Twitter and I'm buying into shit. And I need to stop. What are you buying into? I don't want. Okay, you know what? I don't care. Do these fucking these fucking parody accounts, bro. I never know, but the one cat on here that I actually you're do, buying into the Eduardo Escobar stuff. Yeah, I am right now. Okay, I'm I knew you would be. Yeah, I'm fucking eating it because I'm a homer. That's what I do. I know, I know. Meatball. And I'm you know, Johnny, meatball. you know, Johnny's gonna tell you. And he gets so mad. Don't at me. Johnny gets so mad at don't me. Don't it. It's not like I'm going nuts or anything, but I'm 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 like holy shit. Like so now I'm you know, but. As you should have seen I'm, your face when you read it. I'm surprised. <laughs> I, I should have sent it to you. Can earlier. you clip it? 
and you, I might. I might go back and clip it. Okay. And I, I'm going to send it to Johnny, and I'm going to see that this is the exact face that Buzz made when he read the MLB executive burner report. No, it was Steeshack. It, it was Steeshack. Not Steve Steeshack. Okay. Yeah. But he doubled down on that tweet, too. He, he doubled did. down and, on it. And, and I, like I wouldn't not be putting Steve this Cishak. out. Yeah. He said he wouldn't be putting it out unless, you know, he triple checked his sources and all that other stuff. And we can, we can debate all night whether or not burner accounts have sources. Um, sauces, actually. Sauces. As, <laughs> you know, Johnny's gonna Johnny's gonna rip you a new one. Uh, in yeah, on tap group chat. I just I'm, I can't wait. I can't wait. It's gonna be a fun time. I don't know if they're gonna go make that deal. I, I don't. I don't. Oh, really he's know on a lineup tonight. Maybe it happened. So was Yohan Moncada. He had a sinus infection. Will you just let me have this? Is Moncada on his way to Arizona? No. Okay. God, no. But could you imagine, though, Escobar playing second base and then, like, maybe they get hot, dude, because Frazier, like, we've talked about Frazier. I talked with Frazier with Johnny when we, we did Sunday Fun Day. Maybe they go get Starling Marte because Miami fucking blows. And then you have Escobar and Marte. And then, oh, bruh. Like, right now, I'm, I mean, I'm. I'm You're brought in hard. Yeah, I'm sprung pretty bad. You, I got you. I brought in hard. I need another. I need another beer. <laughs> you brought in hard. You need another beer. So do I. I'm getting close to the end of this guy. So uh, before we go, uh, shout out Duke for Chug on Twitter. I saw that. I, I thought that's what you were watching. I, I thought you maybe would have gotten to the to the Escobar news a little bit earlier before this. And no, I, I was. I, I got home so late, and then I had to get the baby to bed, and I'm listening to the game on my ear pod that I got. You know, and then I finally got to watch. I got to see. I tuned in right at like Angles home run is when I was able to actually tune in. Yes. Um, but no, I have not seen the boot chug yet, but we're doing shout outs. You're shouting out Duke. I'm I shouting will... out Duke for the victory beers. Victory beers, cool and tough. We all love yeah. victory beers. Cheers to Duke. Cheers, my friend. Duke's a good guy. Um, I am going to go Justin A. Lee. He will be my shout out today because we got to meet him at the ballpark. Uh, last night, yeah, he, funny as funny as hell, and he invited me on, um, or him and Mac and um, our boy Jason Hosking, who we've known for years, invited me on their podcast tomorrow to talk some Red Sox baseball. So we're going to do black uh, episode of Black and White tomorrow. Um, I'll be repping on tap for sure. We're gonna go talk some White Sox baseball and whatever else comes up. So I, I would like to shout out Justin A. Lee just because meeting him yesterday, bought him a beer. Gave him his crack him koozie because you know he makes videos constantly and he's just gotta crack him, baby. That's what he says every yeah, I time. Love it. I love, love it. it. So he's my shout out. Absolutely love it. Buzz, it's always fun talking about White Sox winners with you. Final score tonight, three nothing White Sox. That's another one we've gotten to talk about 42 of these so far this year. Oh, and that's beautiful. fucking awesome. White Sox winner again, three nothing over the Tampa Bay Rays. Series tiebreakers tomorrow. Giolito's on the mound. It's a good day to be a White Sox fan. Close it down how we always do, Buzz. Everybody be sure you're going to ONTAP, sportsnet.com for all your Chicago sports literature and podcasting needs. Following us on Twitter at SoxOnTap, at ONTAP Sportsnet. Following Tony at Tony ONTAP and me at BuzzOnTap. Anywhere you can listen to podcasts, you can listen to us. Five-star rating and review because that's cool and tough. Check out Grandstand. You need new Sox gear? Follow them on social at Grandstand Socks. Go to GrandstandSocks.com. Or if you're by the ballpark, just go stop by Grandstand. Go check their awesome selection out. Some variation of us will be back tomorrow with hopefully a good podcast with the winner. 
Hopefully the Sox get this series two to one. White Sox forever. White Sox forever.